This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 469, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, April the 12th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman, and this is episode 469, where we take a look at some of the selected releases from the week of Wednesday, April the 12th. Uh, actually, a fair number of comics came out last week. I'm recording this on the 19th of April. I'm actually, just before I uh, head off for a vacation on the 21st, um, so, but don't worry, there won't be any inter- interruption in uh, Comic Shenanigans episodes, as they will continue to come out uh, as per usual. Um, so before I go, though, I thought I would, uh, I'm actually recording, I think, two podcasts today, two review podcasts. Podcast one uh, for the week releasing uh, the twelfth, and another just a few releases from the week of the nineteenth that I got a chance to read uh, d- the day of release, and then uh, we'll have some other episodes coming up. Um, episode four seventy coming out probably on the twentieth or twenty first will be a conversation with Eric Larson. Our second conversation was a lot of fun, and then we have a, a conversation with Jose Filarubia, a really good colorist. Um, and who used to work with Jay Lee and has done a lot of really great colors. He's currently coloring uh, America. Uh, he was actually really interesting to get to know and uh, talk to on the podcast. I think we talked for like an hour or so, so that'll be episode 472 coming out on, I guess, the 28th of April. Um, so first, what comics did I not get a chance to read, but I at least wanted to make note of? Uh, so on April 12th, some of the selected releases I didn't get a chance to read that include Black Panther and the Crew, number one, Captain America, Sam Wilson, 21, uh, Deadpool vs. Punisher, Dr. Afra, Dr. Strange, and the Sorcerer Supreme, Justice League of America, uh, Kingpin, Old Man Logan, uh, Planet of the Gapes, Cleaning Lantern, uh, Power Man and Iron Fist, Red Hood and the Outlaws, Silver Surfer, Spider Man 2099, The Flash, uh, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, Unbelievable, Gwenpool, The Unstoppable Hall, uh, Wasp, that's a lot of views. Um, Titans, Weapon X, Wonder Woman, and X Men Blue. Oh man, how did I miss that? I gotta go read that. Uh, so what did I get a chance to read? Well, I'm glad you asked. And if you didn't ask, well, I'm answering this uh, unasked question anyway. Uh, first up, we have none other than Action Comics 977. Um, kind of an interesting issue. I liked it. Uh, it was just kind of a weird issue, considering what we had for Superman Reborn. And this is kind of the aftermath issue. Uh, in a lot of ways, I think it was actually more interesting than the, the whole rest of the, the arc. The only thing that doesn't quite make sense is that we don't we don't really get to see them understanding or knowing that they're 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 that everything is different about their lives, but they kind of build that into the story that even they don't even quite realize what's different. I mean, they're back in their lives. He's Clark Kent's back, being a reporter. So is Lois. They're not living on the farm anymore. Uh, yet they do still, you know, have some memories. And it, this is kind of a, a the details of Clark's life. That being said, we're seeing stuff that we've seen before. In terms of the origin of Clark, which doesn't really add a lot new, um, and then we kind of see a little bit more with you know how the parents bring him in. We see elements of Clark's previous uh, history that is definitely not from the New Fifty Two, but more kind of classic than that. Um, there's still uh, so many questions that are that exist, and obviously we're not quite getting them here. Um, and then also we have the idea of the the beginning of this new Superman Revenge Squad, which is kind of interesting as well. Um, I just feel like in in the in, the, in attempting to, to simplify things, it just makes things more confusing. But I'm willing to give it a shot. I mean, so far Dan Jurgens and uh, Peter J. Tomasi are doing good jobs writing Superman, so hopefully they can continue and keep it going. Uh, Dan Jurgens obviously wrote this with some interesting artwork by Ian Churchill, uh, not as kind of Ian Churchill-ish as you might expect in terms of his normal style. But I liked it. I'm going to give it a seven and a half out of ten. I thought it was a solid issue and uh, definitely picked up the baton from Superman Reborn. Uh, 
Uh, next up is Amazing Spider-Man 26, uh, The Return of Silver Sable, Sable, I should say, uh, in The Osborne Identity Part 2, Fight or Flight, by Dan Slott and Stuart Eminen. Um, here, we Harry Osborne discovers that his dad was uh, at the event that was crashed. This is a very kind of fast-paced, uh, action-focused issue, and uh, Stuart Eminen just kills it. Um, seeing the team-up between Spider-Man and Sp- Silver Sable really works well. I like how Dan Slott is writing Silver Sable. Um, and, uh, it's interesting to kind of have the, the board worried about stuff and how they're kind of uh, corresponding while Spider-Man's kind of on his own. Um, it's interesting to see that we still have uh, the Superior Octopus uh, kind of in the background here. Um, uh, Parker Industries is doing something they really shouldn't be doing and kind of basically going to war. Um, so now S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to be going up against him and you have his, you know, maybe love interest Mockingbird uh, being the one kind of tasked to bring him in. Not so sure about Peter's decisions here, um, but the, the there's a fast... The, the storytelling is fast-paced. Um, I think it works... Um, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. I think it was a solid issue overall. Uh, it was enjoyable and I, I, kind of a nice... It's nice to kind of have this new tone. And I think uh, Eminem is, is really bringing his A-game here. Um, next issue is Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows number 6 by Jerry Conway and Ryan Stegman. I love the cover because it got the, kind of the classic 90s X-Men here. It's a School Days Part 1. Um, I really enjoyed this. Um... Magneto is definitely very deadly here. Although it looks like he killed uh, Banshee, but maybe not. But it certainly looks that way. Um, I like the idea that you know the uh, Parker and his family are going to go to the Xavier Mansion, kind of see if maybe it's a place for Andy to go. Um, really interesting. Uh, the artwork is gorgeous. Um, some interesting deviations uh, in terms of this, uh, what these characters have done, um, which definitely makes this its own unique reality. Um, but I'm definitely very interested in this, and I, I didn't like that Jubilee was kind of a turncoat, but otherwise I thought this was engaging, enjoyable, uh, played on nostalgia in terms of the art, um, but was quite a solid read. I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10 as well. Uh, that appears to be my rating du jour today. Uh, next up is Detective Comics. This is issue 954. Uh, this is by, uh, let's see, it's called Snake in the Eagle Shadow by James Tinian IV, or Tynan IV, and artwork by Marcio uh, Takara. Um, I like the art. It was a little uh, rougher than we've had in previous issues, but it was still, for the most part, enjoyable. Um, the story I thought was interesting, the idea that uh, the League of Shadows is its own thing, and there's the League of Assassins, and now they're kind of separate from each other. Um, I, I like where they're kind of shading what's going to come next with uh, Orphan or Cassandra Kane. Uh, I enjoyed this. It was brisk. It was enjoyable. Um, I'm going to give it a guess what? Seven, seven and a half out of ten. And last but not least, Guardians of the Galaxy 19. Are we finally going to break this seven and a half streak? Uh, no. Uh, this is written by Byron Michael Bendis, artwork by Valerio Shidi. This ends Bendis's run on the Guardians of the Galaxy. I just wasn't a huge fan. Um, the the weird kind of conclave of uh, villains and teaming up with Thanos. And I mean, in theory, it's cool, but it's the type of thing that should be an event. It should be a big thing. And instead, it just didn't feel that way. And 
the heroes that took out Thanos, considering what Thanos did at the beginning of Civil War, um, Civil War II, I should say, and then just seeing the assemblage of people he's against here and how they're able to kind of take him out and, you know, wrap him up. And I don't even know how there's a Nova Corps because they don't exist anymore. And it just, there's a lot of things that kind of bug me about this. It was kind of like everything that bugs me about Bendis' run on Guardians crystallized into one issue. Um, I just wasn't a fan. The artwork was great. I, I enjoyed the artwork. I just did not like the story. I'm going to give it a five. Um, I'm, I was just never a huge fan of the way Bendis wrote the Guardians. And, I know in a lot of ways he just writes them the way they are in the movies, and maybe that's just... I like the movie Guardians to be their own thing, but I do not need the comic Guardians to be the same thing. I fell in love with the Guardians of the Galaxy at the same time a lot of people did, which is around Annihilation and Annihilation Conquest and all that stuff, that that beautiful, what, two, three, four-year period um, when basically DNA became the you know the main people... Obviously, they didn't write Annihilation. They wrote the, the Nova series, but they became the shepherds of the cosmic Marvel universe, and they... It was beautiful, and then by the minute it was successful and and good, uh, they they I don't know if they were removed or they just decided to leave, but it all ended, and they left, and they left it on such a beautiful note. And then ever since, people have just haphazardly done stuff to the cosmic universe, and I just don't think it fits. I don't think they know how to write the characters as well, and it's they're obviously representative of who those characters are now, um, but that's just not the Guardians I love, and that can make me a cranky old man, and that's fine. Uh, not even that I'm old, but I can just sit back, read my DNA books, and I'll read them from beginning to end, beginning to end, beginning to end, and it'll be great. And if it doesn't ruin my Guardians experience, it's just these aren't characters I care as much about enough to read about. Uh, I keep trying, I keep trying the different books, and they're just not... They just don't feel like those characters anymore. And sometimes the stories aren't bad, and this was okay, I guess, maybe, but it just had a lot of hallmarks that bugged me. And Thanos should never be dispatched like he did here. And it just felt very... I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm just done. I, I'm, I'm ready to move on. Uh, I'm ready to have someone else uh, take over the book, and that's what we're going to see. Um, I forget who's writing it, but it's it's, it's happening. Uh, Jerry Dugan and Aaron Cooter. Well, I like Jerry Dugan, so hopefully all new Guardians of the Galaxy will be enjoyable. Um, anyways, that's, I guess that's our show. That's everything I read that came out last week. Um, some of the selected highlights that will be coming out next week, and by next week I mean April 19th, the day I record this. Um, I guess the big one is... Um, uh, Secret Empire, but yeah, there's a lot of other stuff too. There's new issues of All-Star Batman, Aquaman, uh, Batman has the beginning of The Button, which I have actually read already. I uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, Batwoman number two, Deathstroke, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, Charlie Quinn, Injustice, Ground Zero, uh, Justice League, uh, Lucifer, Nightwing, Superman, Super Sons. Oh man, I, I don't even know if I read issue two. Uh, Superwoman, Trinity, Wildstorm, uh, from IDW, there's uh, My Little Ponies, Sorry, My Little Pony, Friends Forever, and Star Trek Green Lantern, uh, Volume 2, Number 5. Uh, there's also a new issue of Back to the Future. Uh, from Image, there's uh, a lot of stuff, but there's also I Hate Fairyland, Number 12, new issue of, of Invincible, uh, and a new issue of Sex Criminals. And then over at Marvel, there's the Black Panther, World of Wakanda, Number 6, the Cage Street Paperback that recently finished, uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers, 16, uh, we've got Daredevil, 19, Deadpool, Doctor Strange, um, there's the Ghost Rider by Daniel Way Complete Collection. It's a new printing of it. Uh, Invincible Iron Man number six. Uh, second printing of Man Thing number one by R.L. Stein. New. Uh, there's the ongoing Monsters Unleashed. New issues of Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, Nick Fury, Punisher, Royals. Wow, it's a lot. Uh, Secret Empire number zero. Five uh, dollar book. New issues of Silk. There's the uh, Spider-Man 2099 Classic Trades. Continue with issue, uh, volume number four. There's the Spider-Man Friendly Neighborhood. Spider-Man by. Uh, 
Peter David Complete Collection, which does not include the first four, but three issues that were part of the other, or maybe four issues. Uh, there's uh, Star Wars Podameron, Star-Lord, Thunderbolts, I believe the last issue, maybe forever. Uh, totally Awesome Hulk, well, at least of this iteration. Uh, U.S. Avengers, Venom, and X-Men 92 Trade Paperback Volume 2, Lila Palooza. Uh, that is a lot of stuff. Uh, and I think there's uh, also some good Aftershock books that are coming out, but I can't... Maybe not this week, uh, the ones I'm thinking of. Anyways, that is uh, that is this week, or this coming week, uh, that I'll be talking about in our next episode that deals with reviews, which will be episode 471. Anyways, thank you for joining me for this episode of Comic Shenanigans. You can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, like the show on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and you can also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.